Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a terrific, multi talented musician born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. He began his career at three on the chord organ and became a member of um, CVTOS or the Connecticut Valley Theater um, Organ Society. And he began studying at five with Burley Music Studios and won numerous awards in music. And he also uh, worked in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut in a number of uh, radio stations and streaming platforms. Also performed with the Tower of Power, Spiral Gyrus, Chicago, and more. And uh, he also had some Christmas music out there with Christmas Magic, Mr. Christmas, and a Connecticut Christmas. And he's also got um, some some really good material out there called songs from the great american songbook and we'll be getting an update and more about the songbook live ladies and gentlemen plus studios outside hartford uh, connecticut the multi-talented musician born in bridgeport connecticut a veteran of 20 some years 25 and <laughs> counting working number of uh <laughs> radio stations new york new jersey pennsylvania connecticut and more and performed with a number of musicians ladies and gentlemen from the great american songbook the multi-talented James A. Norquist. James, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much, Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you on board, James. So you're a multi-talented musician born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. You began a career at five on the chord organ and also a member of the Connecticut Valley Theater um, Organ uh, Society. And you began studying at five for Vermilion Music Studios, won a number of awards, and also worked in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut and Pennsylvania in radio and a number of streaming platforms. You perform with the Tower of Power, Spiral Gyra, and Chicago. And you've got um, yesterday songs from the Great American Songbook. You did some Christmas magic, Mr. Christmas, and more. And we'll get an update about the Great American Songbook. And before going tonight, James, tell us how you first got started. Well, I got started uh, again at the age of three. I just one of those things. My grandfather played by ear, and I, uh, I just. Uh, was drawn to you know as a kid just this is what i i wanted i wanted to do and so after banging around on the organ then my grandfather had like 13 organs in his home and wow. for someone who plays by ear that's kind of a treat so <laughs> um hammonds cons you name it and uh so then you know my parents like any 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 parent you know like do you know, like, do you want to take lessons so started taking lessons and Went from organ to piano, piano to organ, and then um, I probably stayed with the organ until I got to high school. Long story short, got in a program in the arts, kind of was like a fame school for the arts, but it was called Regional Center for the Arts. Mm -hmm. When I was uh, when I'm in high school, so as part of your high school day, you would go to the University of Bridgeport, learn jazz theory, jazz history, jazz composition, and also earn college credits as while being in high school. So basically. I was going to school from seven o'clock in, in the morning to seven o'clock at night. Wow. Um, but it, it really did help me get into school. Um, I, I, I gotten, I know it sounds kind of cocky, but I got into everywhere I, where I applied, but uh, where you get the best offer and the best money back 20, 30 years ago, uh, I ended up going to the university of Bridgeport to get my undergrad, my grad, and then, once, once you get out and get into the real world and you just really try to, you know, get a grasp of everything and go out there and do as much as you can. Mm, that is a good point indeed. And I think that's what some young people need to do is like get out there as much as you can. And what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? 
Say that again. <laughs> what was that one precise moment for you that simply influenced you into your what you do for the rest of your career? In other words, what was that moment that said, "This is it"? Be precise. Hmm. That one precise moment probably was uh, took place at the Carriage House Studios in Stamford, Connecticut. I mean, that was when you get we're getting called to be a studio musician and you know and you play your part and you play and start laying your um your collective talent you know on on someone's project and that was with uh, tower of power at that particular time of course i knew who tower of power was but i did not know the gentleman that i was surrounded around with was actually <laughs> tower of power so mikey gotta understand it's one of those things that it's that sobering and humble moment when you're they're like you know we need we need a track on here and i'm going okay i'm putting four changes together and writing that and putting there around words that somebody else put together and and then maybe about three or four years later i hear it on a smooth jazz station that i actually happen to be working for in new york city i'm going <laughs> why does this really sound familiar and then i'm looking and i'm going oh damn you know oh well what are you supposed to do but you live in norn and uh you know, every experience learning off one person learning off this person learning off this group wedding bands uh you name it i've done it and i'm still doing it but taking it to the next higher level um you know i can again after uh 2020 you know the game has changed and you know there were there were a lot of things that you have really had to adapt to and uh change can be i don't think anybody likes change really uh, mm -hmm. right unless you not, uh, ask the um the gen z crowd or the um you know millennials and such you know they probably gave you a different answer oh totally totally i mean uh you know, COVID, COVID changed the game. Uh, I lost my dad in 2021. So that was, hmm. that was another game changer. So I was like, you know, I have all this material and I've had everything, you know, piling up for the last, say, 10 years. And, you know, with distribution and this and that, and social media, the thing was, how do I get it out there? How do I get what I have to say? And the, what I've been not holding back, but I've been holding it in this little thing called a hard drive you know, how can I get it, get it out there and and how can I show the world what I want to say and and how do I want to distribute it? Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. And don't mind me asking, do you remember what, what song um, that you laid the organ on for Tower of Power? It makes me think I need to go to that, um, I need to go to Spotify or go to Pandora, look it up on YouTube and find that particular track. Yes, it was called If You Can't Go Up, If You Can't Fall Up, You Can't Fall Down. Okay, can't uh, oh, down. It can't get up. Okay, it's somewhere along those lines. Let me just and write this down here. It was oh, and just like with Chicago, um, a my 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 particular professor in high in in uh, high school was also a professor at the University of Bridgeport, and he called us for an impromptu gig and said, "Well, you know, there the." The bus broke down. We're playing at a local park, and can you can you show up? And can you bring a drummer with you? Okay, <laughs> so you know it's like one of those things. Like, well, you know, um, 
Let's see what happens. So pull into the park, there's got to be about maybe five, 600 people. Now, if there's four keyboards to the left, there's four keyboards to the right, and there's five keyboards in front of me. I'm surrounded by keyboards. So this must be a some type of band that I would know, right? It wasn't until I looked at the drum head that I began to panic profusely. And there, I mean, there's the logo, there's Chicago. And there, not all the members of the band are there because, you know, some were on a plane headed to the gig, some were, some were doing this. But, man, that was a lot of fun because um, when you listen and grow up and, and you internalize a song or songs in general, and then you have the opportunity to play it with the creators. Mm -hmm. That speechless is the word, but humbled is you're humbled until after the game where you're like, you know, did you realize who we just played for, <laughs> you know, or played with? <laughs> oh, I think that was just taking anybody down, not just Tower of Power, not just Chicago, but Spyro Jerry also worked with as well, too. Oh, my God. I mean, Spyro Jerry was directly out of um, college. And I mean, uh, of course, uh, first hooking up with Dave Samuels and Jay Beckenstein and the rest of the guys, it was a Northeast, you know, uh, leg of, of their tour. But most of these guys, with the exception of Jay, um, you know, at that time were kind of based in the Northeast. So learning, learning the chops and this, I got to tell this story real quick, Mike. So when I, in 89, which feels like an eon ago, uh, my cousin had, I went over his house. He pulled out Sparajar's free time album. And at that particular point in time, he said, he goes, take a listen to this album. It's going to save your life. You know, here I am a 15 year old kid. I'm like, what do you mean? This is going to save my life. Well, he was giving me the, you know, in terms of keyboard and because he's a musician himself. You know, in terms of chops, in terms of style, in terms of dynamics and things like that. Little did I ever imagine that, you know, was it four, eight years later, you know, that I'm, I'd be playing with the same guys on the album that I literally wore this poor tape into Bedlam. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wish I did great. that to my tape somewhat. I have to keep them going. <laughs> oh my gosh boy you're making me go back to those days so it's like take just tape players go over and over and over again small got contest but i think yours pretty much took the cake <laughs> i mean that i mean and and that's why that's why i still say anybody anybody who's just picking up an instrument now or you know or if you can buy vinyl i mean you just you hear the musicianship, you hear what the instruments and what, what the what these men and women are trying to do. It's not like the it's not the reprocessed garbage that's being put out today. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You know, real music, real covers, real artwork, people that took time to actually put their craft. Uh I there was a podcast that I, I had done and the gentleman uh following after me was the one who designed the Rolling Stones logo. Oh, let me guess. That was Ruby Mazur. Yes. 
He was on my show a while back. What You're a story. Kidding. What a story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, and, and he regretted the day that, um, you know, he didn't get to really cash in the opportunity. That was so iconic. I'll tell you, I'm like, no wonder I should have I should have wore a Rolling Stone shirt. And I had one like I saw in 1988 up in Alpine Valley. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you know, Mike, that's the thing. I mean, you know, you know, all the tele, all the Tower of Powers, all of Chicago's albums, uh, oh my God! Uh, all of any artist, really. I mean, Sinatra. Just take Sinatra's catalog, right? Every single album, you know. There's real photography. There's real art. There's none of this, you know. We'll we'll just do a nice, you know, three thousand by three thousand little pixel. Oh yeah, or or, or like the uh, the Snapchat, Instagram, or um, you get from Etsy or whatever it is, or buy like say from uh, oh, what's that one company, Getty Images or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I one one thing, one thing. I I mean, look, you've got to play with the card that, that you're you're given, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know. I know when I when I'm uploading artwork, it's it's got to have something. It's got to have you know meaning to me. Now now there's AI. There's this. There's this. Pretty soon I could just take what's in my head and put it in 40 words, and out pops an album. And hopefully we sell more than Taylor Swift does. <laughs> I think that's but, gonna be, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge right now. And who can outsell Taylor Swift? You got some albums yourself, like. Christmas Magic, Mr. Christmas, A Connecticut Christmas, Yesterday's Songs from the Great American Songbook. And uh, can he top Taylor Swift those with James Norquich? We'll find out in one minute. But first, you listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike White and your show get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike White and your show, international warring author Mia Malsenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you love Missing by Mia Malsenzia. Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those who love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson's has garnered great reviews. In Evil Love and Enjoys by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for goals Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com or 40 podcast platforms. Heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, also Apple Music, Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and more. Take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash me and Balsencia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Balsencia. Check it out today. And support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the themikewidenershow.com. We're here with the multi-talented musician born in Bridgeport, Connecticut, now living outside of Hartford, James A. Norquich here on the Mike Widener Show. And um, you talked about uh, who's going to outsell Taylor Swift. Well, you got some albums out there there yourself that have the 
potential and possibility. You got Christmas Magic, Mr. Christmas, a Connecticut Christmas. You also got songs from the Great American Songbook, including Yesterday, Volumes 1 and 2, and um, a possible 3. And uh, tell us more about those albums. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, in some 2022, um, after, after releasing a single, so we had that whole uh, thing that happened in Ukraine, and put a video together, and I figured, let me put an instrumental to it. Well, uh, the video went well, but, you know, uh, <laughs> my my collective whatever did not work. Mm. So it's 530 in the morning, and I'm just playing Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is going to work. Threw it up on Twitter, and about maybe six hours later, a vocalist from... Uh, from the UK, uh, who's the number one selling classical crossover vocalist on iTunes, said, can I put my embellishment on it? Boom. The rest is history. I um, like that. You know, hit TV, hit everything. And we were able to work with one World Central Kitchen to raise money for the Ukraine effort. However, um, so it goes, OK, you know, what do we do after that? Well, I wanted to take all the stuff that I grew up with and yesterday is all the big band, you know, songs of yesterday, my funny Valentine, you know, um, my foolish heart, you know, songs, jazz songs, you know, songs that were written by real composers and recorded by many, many, many artists from there on. And pretty much doing after that, you know, that, that launched and that went very well. So it was on, it only made sense to encapsulate the songs, you know, from 1950 to 1980 or 1990 that are our songs of our generation. And so that's called today. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, in 2024, working on what's going to be considered tomorrow. Now, I don't plan on covering any songs from 2000 on. But these are songs that are part of our inner core, songs that I would say that we can pass on to our children, our grandchildren, um, songs that we can share with our family that we're, or that we currently do share with our family, mm -hmm. whether holidays, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, weddings, songs that have become a staple in our lives. And that's what's going to be uh become part of tomorrow and uh i don't have a date on on releasing that hopefully hopefully by by june is is the goal but you know make make sure you stay tuned to my socials and all that other good stuff because uh knowing me maybe i'll get it done before easter but um you know right now the focus has been to uh you know get back into the roots of uh, of where I followed, you know, because the last time we we spoke, um, Christmas magic was nothing nothing less than magic. Had over eight million streams in a hundred and hundred and fifty countries. Wow, hundred and fifty! I think you pretty much top mine. It was like over a hundred countries. You're putting me to a challenge right there, James. <laughs> Mike, You're challenging Mike, me. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I mean, people, so Instagram is a great way to express, you know, and, and, and Twitter, a great way to 
visually show people and tell people this, hey, this is me and this is what I want you to see, right? Mm -hmm. But when people take your music and put it to commercials, events, moments in their life, I mean, we're talking two, 3,000 times around the world in countries that I didn't even know existed is far beyond me. And I'm I'm sitting there, I'm going like this. I'm like, you know, well, it's there, it's there, it's there, mm -hmm. it's there. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Christmas time was very, very generous. But, you know, you're only as good as the last thing that you did, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's there's so much more to say. There's so much more original stuff that that's slated to to come out there. I honestly, I honestly, I just don't know what, what to what to put out there first. So tomorrow is like. Literally right there. Um, the, the latest one was is was a tribute to my dad um uh people get ready of course the the version that i know not the curtis mayfield version but the chambers brother version uh yes chambers brother i was just gonna say that and i think uh rod stewart did a a remake of that and i think there might have been um a few more as you're right it was a chambers brothers curtis mayfield rod stewart and i think there may have been like um quite a few uh which either doesn't come to our top of our heads or we're not even aware of yeah i mean I, I, when the version with Rod Stewart, I think, was with Jeff Beck. We lost Jeff Beck, what, about a year or two years ago? Uh, so, yeah, and I, I remember him from the 60s and uh, one of the influences, you know, like, you know, you know, lead guitar and um, rock and um, classic, everything like that. I think that was, like, considered, um, that was heavy metal back then. Now it's, like, album rock, AOR. Now it's just classic rock. I remember that, and I think it just started a whole chain of um, guitars, you know, following as well. I mean, I mean, this is this is this is the the music, um, which I, I like. I said before is the soundtrack of our lives, mm -hmm. and you know, somewhere in a, in in a in a in a processed world that we live in, where you know we're we're all too busy, we don't have the time, you know, where we where we we have to make plans for our plans, you know. Perfect case is when a nice snowy day like the one we're going to get tomorrow. <laughs> hopefully you know that's when you, that, that's when you sit back you know and you just kick back throw in a pair of cans turn that turn the turn the stereo up and just listen you mm -hmm. know uh, again i had a professor in high school and college that said to me if you never pick up your instrument keep listening because your mind and your body and everything else will develop and then when you go back to your instrument, you know, it's that that's actually secondary. Keeping your mind fresh, keeping your mind healthy and absorbing these sounds and these and these riffs and these changes and these melodic patterns left and right. That's what's going to make you create something and separate someone who's, you know, they may be in the corner woodshedding their instrument and, and doing any Van Halen licks, which is great. But what's the difference between, you know, um, someone today and and a paul mccartney paul mccartney's mm -hmm. getting into the changes he's getting into the music he's you know he's analyzing the analyzation of the music that he just analyzed yeah 
if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Or or, or, or so it's like, you know, he's trying to recreate himself of himself, of himself, of himself. Exactly. And people copied off of him, other copies. So he's trying to like, you know, redevelop, 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 you know, just like the whole time the Beatles did. They pretty much um involved from like, you know, the, um, the boy uh, Mop Top band, all the girls uh screamed. And then they went to, um I think, what was it? Uh, Psychedelic. And then it became... um art rock and everything else they found ways to change and change and change and change and that's made him successful and i just know some other artists that uh changed from like you know just um you know headbanging rock to um to what, what was it um theater rock and i think there was um oh what was it progressive like a king crimson genesis yes and all that some you know oh like really into metal and they started evolving to like this progressive you know songs like 10 20 minutes long and which is like tedious to uh today's kids but to us it's like they're just timeless classes like a pink floyd like like this you you know i i i'm I'm not one of those people to name drop someone that i i particularly like but and i you know i'm i'm working i'm more concerned i'm putting all my own stuff together but there's one group on youtube and they're called Hallocene mm-hmm. and or Hallocene and uh, the musicianship. And I mean, they take rock and they throw it in the metal. They take classic, classic rock. They take, they take pop songs from the eighties and nineties. They took a version of journeys. Don't stop believing. It's amazing. And it sounds better than the actual version itself. <laughs> and, and what's the name of that group again? Hi, uh, it's H-A-L-O-C-E-N-E. Halo Halocene. Okay. And if you go on YouTube, there's, they, you know, there's two or three groups that actually ming- I and I am not a sponsor for them in any shape, form, matter, but, you know, I would love to get in touch with them to do some kind of you know, collaboration, because that's, that's what it's about. It's bringing the music alive again. It's, you know, it's taking a song like September by Earth, Wind and Fire or Lonesome Loser mm-hmm. or um, a song by Michael McDonald uh, or, mean, or, or Bob Seger. He would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, if the house. Oh, is my gosh. Yeah. I wish Stevie Ray Vaughan was still alive and I wish I was saw him at uh, Alpine Valley. But I opted to go to a Papa Creek concert and no one heard the news. The plane crash. They thought Eric Clapton was killed. But Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, I was in tears. I was just getting ready to buy some tickets. Oh, my God. Every time I hear Stevie Ray Vaughan, it's like I wish I would have went. And you, and you know what, Mike? Here, here's one. Here's an artist that I, I always come back to his stuff. Jeff Eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, blind guitarist had these amazing chops, these amazing licks. The band on the band had had a couple hits. Of course, he was in Roadhouse, but you know, this, 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 you know, having this discussion, you know, as as two people who love music, you know, uh, and as as a musician and as also being in radio, you maybe I absorb things more than other people. Mm-hmm. But you know, when we're, when you're in your car, everybody's bop, everybody shakes their head to something. You know, life would be really dull if we didn't have something to gauge it by musically. And 
I mean, listen, art and, and, and fitness and all these things, they're important. Don't get me wrong. But music is something that is ingrained in us. And even somebody who has no talent whatsoever can still pick 10 songs that they can actually tap their feet to. Mm. And, you know, that's what it's all about. It's telling a story. It's telling our story. It's relating to something. It's um, if I can just have one person say, hey, you know, I really, really liked what you did. To me, that's the most important thing, you know, to have a million people like what you did. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I, I that's that's the ultimate, you know, pat on the back. But really what it comes down to is in, in, even when you're playing live, just for one person to say, you know, I really, really like what you did there. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, because it, it does matter to us because you know we're we're out there like everybody else whether it's trying to make a living or it's trying to trying to tell your story mm -hmm. and uh and hopefully my catalog and everything that i've done you know people will be able to you know have resonate with that and have and understand where my adaptations come from if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. um, yes, it, yes it does and i think everybody's getting adaptations sometimes i have songs that just run through my head and you wish you could put on paper, but sometimes that's difficult. And um, I can also think of a few groups that just, you know, that just get into my head, but then you could also like, you know, tie, tie into others as well too. And um, you know, some of the ones like King Crimson, you know, just, you know, getting that deep thinking oh. or, or you get like in the heavy metal, like the, um, the artistic one, like Queens And I think dream theater from your local area, that's a huge one right there, Dream Theater, and I, I admire them so much. And then and at Sabotage, which um, half of the groups uh, spawned into the uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra or a TSO. And I heard that yeah. story. I went, amazing. And, and then what's even crazy is that I think 2024 is the year of the rebrand. So not, I like didn't do this specifically, but I mean, like bands like Creed, they're, they they are play, they were playing under a total different surname, right? Mm -hmm. At least here in Connecticut. And the funny part is, is that their Christian music infused with with metal, with rock. And now, like I said, music should be colorless, ageless, right. timeless. But we've gotten we've gotten so we've gotten so one dimensional. Yeah, specialized, divided, stereotyped, and whatever else you're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, there there there, there were so many people who are just pr producing things now, Mike. That are, you know, you listen to it and you go, "What is this trying to say?" Or is it just, or or, or is it just a bunch of empty nothings you know mm -hmm. or, or, and, or or it's like ear candy too eye candy i see a lot of that in the videos it's like you know too much eye candy too much ear candy and what's really a message hardly anything yeah and 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 as we were talking before i mean today is the 100th anniversary of rhapsody in blue by george gershwin That's and amazing. that is for a song to still have to resonate a hundred years later 
and it be an American jazz composition is unheard of. Because mm -hmm. we usually, we usually, you know, um, we usually look at, you know, classical composers as having that, having that staying power, you know, Bach, Beethoven, you know, Rachmaninoff, mm -hmm. George right. Gershwin, mm -hmm. you know, and also, Gershwin. And also, and also Mozart as well, too. If Mozart were alive, he would um, outsell Metallica, Van Halen, ACDC, and oh, Motley sure. Crue all together. It's like he would just sell out every concert hall, you know, throughout the world and smash attendance records over those guys. I mean, you know, that's, and, and that's, and that's what makes us, I guess, you know, it's amazing. Different, different people from different parts of the world. I, I see people from the UK are way more, way more advanced in terms of, you know, um, not only pop music, but even American jazz than, than we are. Or, you know, uh, or just, you know, any any form of music, uh, Australia, Canada, you know, we get, I think we're, our thing is, you know, chalked into sports and don't get me wrong, I, I love my sports, but, you know, how can we, how can we define ourselves as a country? How can we heal ourselves as a country, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that's, it that was on Netflix. It's the 30th anniversary of We Are the World. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And I think I had that record that was given to me. Um, I, I think as a gift a while back. And of course, he had um band-aid, feed the world, and everything. That started a whole movement of um, you know, yeah. everybody together to raise money and everything else. And um, I particularly do remember that. And of course, with your music, you're trying to smash Taylor Swift's record. And um, can can this guy break the record of Taylor Swift sooner or later? We'll find out just one minute. And how did I help out? You're listening to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Moses the Missing. We'll be back with the multi-talented James A. Norkwich after this time. We're back with the multi-talented uh, musician and um, also a DJ extraordinaire and a musician. More James A. Norkwich here on the Mike Wagner Show. And um, where can we find all your music like Christmas Magic, Mr. Christmas, Connecticut Christmas, and Songs from Great American Songbook, Volumes 1, 2, and more, and your other music? Where can we find all that? Uh, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, Tidal, and anybody else in the middle that, you know, distributor decides to throw in their last minute, you know, pretty much in Google or just go to my website, www.jamesanorkowitch.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Am I forgetting anything? Um, I don't think so. I'm sure a new platform is going to pop up sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, you know, pretty, pretty much, pretty much, just Google me, and and uh, and I'm very interactive. Anybody reaches out to my website, you know, drops a note, sends an email. Uh, it, you know, it's great to hear. Or, or oh yeah, the, of course, Twitter. You know, and um, you know, be be sure to friend me because that's where you find the updates. You find everything else what's going on and. Uh, you know, I'd like to be, be a part of the uh, musical community, you know, here in my home and my studio and, and in my life. And, uh, you know, music is for all of us to share it. Uh, you know, if we don't share it, we don't tell our story and we don't pass it along to others. You know, it's it's going to get really, really boring. <laughs> and, or, and, or, or, or it's like, you know, 
if you're not going if someone's not going to tell it who will or someone else will yeah and and you know and if someone tells it you know i mean it, listen everybody is entitled to interpret things their own way but um my own personal opinion music is going nowhere right now and someone said rock is dead and you know maybe a year or so ago i would have agreed with them but i'm seeing that rock is actually coming back and real pop music and people are actually soul searching and getting into a, a good headspace where they're saying you know we got to get back to the stuff that makes us feel good mm -hmm. and certainly did as well too and who do you consider biggest influence in your career in my career yes uh definitely definitely uh david foster um i mean again he wrote for chicago he wrote for uh earth wind and fire with houston and you know um as a as an instrumentalist ooh, uh i i i got i gotta i gotta say you know the gershwins the porters the you know um um even Sinatra, I mean, even down to Sinatra, even as 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 corny and crazy as this is going to sound, growing up, you know, Barry Manilow's, the Kenny Rogers, the Lionel Richies, they all had this collective music musical artistry that just, you know, was infectious to the rest of the world. And um, what they did for pop music, what what they did for jazz, what they did for R and B, everything. I mean, Quincy Jones. Um, I mean, you know, you can't mention jazz and pop and rock and everything else without mentioning him. So, you know, I I'm I'm a musical sponge. I soak it all in. And now the thing is internalize it, spit it out there and and make it your own. Mm -hmm. And that's very good. Um, great case as well, too. What's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Best advice is, you know, if you're again, always listen. You know, I mean, look, you can go to your local thrift store and vinyl, vinyl right now, you can, <laughs> you you wouldn't believe what you find. I mean, albums that people have thrown away, maybe they've given up on the group, maybe they've given up on the band or they've given up on the technology. Thing is to keep listening. The thing is to always, if you're picking up your instrument for the first time, don't get discouraged. You know, you gotta, you gotta just set a goal set a realistic goal take time you know if you don't if you don't like the teacher that's teaching you then maybe it's time to switch gears you know mm -hmm. um maybe it's time to sometimes just just go very often into the distance and find out what makes you who you are and then throw that back into your music and there you might be surprised i actually you might find Mm, certainly indeed as well, too. We'll give it a shot. Once again, with the multi-talented James A. Norkwich of um, Songs from the Great American Songbook and more here on the Mike Wagner Show. James, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Learned a lot. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back, especially for Christmas time. Again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your works? Again, www.jamesanorkowitz.com. Uh, again, Spotify, Amazon uh, Music, Pandora, Deezer, Tidal, iHeart, iTunes. I should know these because I gotta have to hashtag them every time. Um, <laughs> basically, anywhere you get your stream of music, you know you can you can stream, but also 
but also to physically download, have it on your PC, put it in your playlist. I mean, um, you know, and then usually uh, off my website, jamesanorthwoods.com, um, pretty soon within the next couple of months, we're putting a virtual shop in there. So you actually be able to get a hardcore copy on any any particular form of media, whether you be USB, uh, vinyl, uh, or, um, you know, or direct download. So this way you're equipped, you're set. And, you know, and then if you're on streaming media and you're putting your own uh, videos or whatnot, just type in my name and you can take one of, one of the songs that I've done and put it to your uh, event or to your whatever, whatever video that you're going to put out there into the world. I can be part of what you're going to do. And certainly great indeed as well. We'll certainly do that. Once again, James, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live happy back. We wish you all best. And James, you definitely have a great future ahead. Thank you very much.